will. He's so red. They will. Look at his red hair. Red will definitely match. They will definitely match. Gotcha. He's a singer, right? Like his career post Happy Days was like a radio announcer, <laughs> and he would he's a crooner or something of that sort. Well, during like... Happy Days, he did release. Um, um, he was not successful. He was not successful. Um, let me just. Uh, United Artists United Artists released most only pop album Donnie Most in the fall of '76. It did 76. not chart. A single from the album, All Roads Lead Back to You, which he performed on Happy Days, spent three weeks on the Billboard's Hot 100, peaking at 97. So <sighs> Brutal. Okay, now this guy here, we have to remember him because he'll show up in Act 3. Right above the earth. And I didn't recognize okay. him until the fourth time I saw him. Third time I saw him. Total control. He does look live. Uh, he looks like Richard Benjamin a little. Hundreds of people. I don't know Rich Benny. <coughs> he's a. Uh, God forgive me, I do love. He directed so. Milk Money. I know him as a director, oh, but he's an actor. He's he's uh <coughs> him and his wife. They're all in every seventies thing. Saturday the thirteenth. To fly. Best of the most. That would be my greatest hits album for Donnie Most. Best of the most. That's great. So. He, it was, it's really was one of the funnier scenes in this film. He's going to fly, to soar with the eagles. And he starts going on. He goes, uh, where was I? Where was I? And then everyone in the audience goes, <laughs> to fly, to soar like the eagles. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, to fly. It was, it's, it was. It's good, yeah. Now he I is think you do a, a better job of it. pilot. That's his joke. And he'll show up at the end of the film. Guess, guess why? Oh, so she has like a shit list, right? Yeah. She's... See, the plot was get their tuition money, which they must pay up front, and then cut right. them. You keep the money. And the airplane industry doesn't get a bunch of B-rate Don't people. eat that pizza. Don't eat that pizza. You're on a diet. Right. That's right. One note. Now, she should have clumsily dropped it because that's her one note. They're all like that, man. Now you see the one in the middle here, the one who's talking now. Let me. Yeah. She is Nerd's girlfriend. Well, everybody's future doesn't look as bright as yours. You're not a klutz. Yeah, and you're slim and attractive. And you always seem to know what to do. Yeah, everybody's you actually one seem to note. like this bullshit. You're not a lady wrestler. Oh, you all think that I'm pretty, and pert, and kind of terrific. But you're not a. But you know, you don't sometimes when people are getting to know me, for some strange reason, <laughs> they want to choke me. <laughs> so she's one note perky, perky, perky. And her mother and her grandmother graduated from this school. And, you know. Oh, so but she's a legacy. She should be in. I also hate the, the set. I mean, it's such so obviously a set with the two open windows showing the back lot. Yeah, it's all Los Angeles. This entire thing was shot in Los Angeles. So I'm sure that you're right, that they're on a back lot. And yeah. they spent $8 million, so they probably did rent or, you know, whatever they needed to do to... Look at her. She did a pig noise. <laughs> you saw it? Uh, all right. It's just so exciting. Okay, so it's time for lessons. Now, okay. there's a group of professional passengers, and they're going to... Pretend to be difficult. 
You know what I mean? Sure. That's my job, by the way, during the day. You're a I'm a secret shopper. School. Secret shopper? Yeah. Part of my job as a secret shopper is that I pretend to be a prof- I'm a professional passenger as well for stewardess school. Mm-hmm. Hi, okay. me, coffee, or tea? Oh, shit. I mean, coffee, tea, or me? God damn it. <laughs> that was, you know, they're still called stewardesses here. So, um, the thing about Philo is sometimes he's got his contacts. Sometimes he's got his Coke bottle glasses. And I don't really understand the logic between the two. He's got binocular vision, it's called. But he wants to be a pilot or a stewardess? He wanted to be a pilot. Donnie most ruined that for him. So now to, to get up in the air, he's going to be a stewardess. And Donnie's serving hot dogs on this trial flight. <laughs> you remember when they used to serve hot dogs on the plane? No. No. They used to serve food. They used to, yeah. So this is a dumb joke in which he, she says, do you want your nuts crushed? And he goes, do you want your tits shut off, shot off with this fake gun? He says that? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember this? I think this is Southwest that offers yep. a Sunday. Okay. Cherry on top. Southwest yep. offers the Sunday. And today is Sunday. And how would you like your nuts crushed? How would you like your tits shot off? Ugh. <laughs> oh, oh, what <laughs> they subject these children to. Toxic masculinity at a young age. Tisk okay. tisk. Now this is a real football player. This what, what, is a pretty good scene. injury. No, bad attitude. Ass breath. <laughs> He's like, aren't you so and so from the so and so team? And he goes, No, I got cut. He goes, Oh, injury. He goes, Bad attitude. <laughs> hey, check this breath to see if it smelled like ass. Now this is a character actress actress named Anita Dangler. And she's been in everything. Um, you'll just know her face. She was even in Brain Donors. Which oh. I think confusing. What is the With one Brain we Dead. I think we saw Brain Dead. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Brain Donors is like a John Turturro being Groucho Marx. And they have like a Harpo and they have a Chico. And it's an interesting movie. One of the actors in that is a stand-up comedian, and he performed at Scotty's, and he got to do all his... uh... Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Bob, he does like a boxer routine, right? Like he's punch drunk. Yes, exactly right. And he did that. And he was the opening act for Rodney Dangerfield. Boing! Whoa! See, he's down in her crotch, and he's like the gay guy. He's a one-note, I'm the gay guy. And he just sort of ate her out by mistake. Oh, my God. This guy needs, like, medical leave. <laughs> Here comes Wiedermeyer. Do, 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 oh, do, do, Wiedermeyer. Do, 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 Remember the Police Academy theme song? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, they're smoking on the plane. It was fine. Yeah. Look, Moses is a funny actor. 
he he hits his notes. He's just been yes. so conditioned by Happy Days. He does like his he was, job. He does his job. Happy Days is an ugly, ugly machine. There's a streaming service that has like a 24-hour channel of nothing but Happy Day reruns. Uh-huh. And I'm just amazed how hook I was on that show. I used to watch that constantly. They no, would have syndication, right? Not Wienermeyer. Yeah. So he he's she's he's saying to her, "Listen, you need to be less direct and not so firm with passengers. Be nicer." So he she's going to now try to be nicer, and then some perv is going to pinch her ass, and she's going to fuck him up, and then Wienermeyer's going to go, "Good, good, better, better." <laughs> she's the wrestler, right, Red Sonia? Yes. Yes, Rud Sonia. Yeah, she's Conan the Barbarian. She's like, wake up. You got to put your tray table and seat back up. Well, you're doing doing good. I can't Look at that. Oh, look, he's got little horns. (laughs) Much better. Much better. Much better. That guy lost his job as a secret shopper after that. Yeah, look at him. Uh, might as well. He doesn't get laid in this movie at all, right? No, he does not get laid. He's doing multiple colognes, and he's like, do yeah. me a favor, sleep on the fire escape tonight. <laughs> Oh, what is that smell? Right, Anchorman. Donnie Most was born in Brooklyn, New York, top of the food chain. Now, he's Jewish, but he's got red hair, which is Irish, which is often Catholic. Right. But they, they salami? Smack. Like, like a booger in, in the Revenge of Nerds. He'll say something to a woman and get smacked and give a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booger. Um, he went, uh, Donnie most went to college for three years and then he got the gig at Hall as happy days. So we quit school. Wow. He was in ed TV. I don't know. This guy was really all television, you know? Yeah. Okay. He's they a- want to go to a party, but they don't have a ride. So then Connie, no, uh, Corinne is like, how bad do you want it? So she calls up snake. And snakes the ride to the uh, party. But, of course, the party is uptight white rich people and bikers are showing up. So we'll get that clash. That's snobs versus slobs. Yes. Now, Ronnie Most is our Star Trek connection. He he was on Star Trek Voyager. And that's all I can do for a Star Trek connection. That's a good connection. I, I, I'm going to still praise Donnie Most. I still think when I watch that sitcom, just how deep in the trenches he is in comedy and just how he's able to keep the momentum going. And it's just, so you have a movie and he's firing off all his Happy Days chops. And it's just kind of, it's not really a movie, I guess. <laughs> well, this is, this is not a TV show kind of thing. No, nah, this is a straight up legit, we're ripping off uh, a genre yeah. movie. These guys can't come in here. Stand aside, buddy. Oh, look at this. All the 80s bandanas. Yeah. You got the flash ass bandanas. You got the biker bandanas. 
bandanas. I'm in love with the nerd. Uh oh, different movie. This is funny. Uh, he goes breath mint, and he goes no quaalude. Check this out. She asks if he has any twisted sister. You got a twisted sister? No, but my cousin Lenore's a little strange. I was that good? Did you hear it? Yeah, got a twisted sister. Only, that was a funny ass lie. She goes, "Do you have a twisted sister?" She goes, "No, but my cousin Lenore is kind of strange." Ooh. I well, like every that. time oh. I watch this film, I laugh when he said that. Are they playing Twisted Sister right now? We're not no, they put on it. No, they put on something. No. The Adams, her father's chairman of the board of the stock exchange. It's We're not gonna take it anymore. Ugh, that band was so horrible. The guy lives in Long Island. He's a big, uh, he's not really, he's a bit of a legend here. Uh, D. Schneider. And D. Schneider. Stupid! It's so stupid. he write, he writes he's funny politically. He he directed a movie called D. Snyder's Strangeland, which I refuse to watch. Mm -hmm. It's this horror movie about a guy who keeps women in cages. And you refuse to watch it on moral grounds? Yeah. Okay, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre—that's all right. Listen, murdering people is okay, but abusing women. No, that's it's not even that. Line. It's not even that. I just, uh, I don't even like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I have seen it a few times. You know, I never did see it. It's hard to watch, Carl. I believe you. Uh, I saw Egg. Eggshells for Toby Egg Hooper. Toby Hooper's first movie. That's an yeah. easy watch and a good watch. Well, that's a comedy. I like that film it? a lot. Yeah, it was pompous as hell. I kind of liked it. So now we have one of those womp, 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 womp. Donnie most thinks that this girl is calling him over, but she was really talking to another dude, you know, and he'll have to pretend that he didn't think that. And Look at him. He's so good. Now, the wrestler lady, she reports that everyone in, in the crew, including the director, was snorting cocaine during this. Interesting. It does have a vibe of it, I guess. This uh, movie sat on, how can you say it has a vibe of Coke? This movie sat on Columbia Pictures' shelf for a year and a half before they released it. I don't have a backstory on that, although I looked for it. Hey, Comedy Central's been calling us day in and day out. Just give them something. All right, mm -hmm. let me check the shelves. Well, they you... did theatrically release it, but... They didn't do one of those wide releases. They made 130 grand and called it a day. I, I think yeah. it, they, if they did this nationwide, it might have still been a bomb. But okay, so I saw now this on we that. have as much payoff as we're going to get between Philo and uh, Klutz and Klutz. Tripper's wife. Yeah, Mrs. Tripper. Oh, they're at Make a Point over overlooking the, right. the valley. Right, right. That is, uh, you know, oh, oh, look, UCLA. Yeah. Spark not the campus, lights. not the campus. I was just saying UCLA up here. <laughs> it's Bright Lights Big City, Los Angeles. Wait, Bright Lights Big City. No, that was the... No, New York City. About, yeah, right. He was a... Um, he was a fact checker. My, Michael J. Fox was a fact checker, checker for New Yorker magazine. 
who had an empty coke life. He would go to nightclubs and be part of the scene. And why'd you say Michael J. Fox? He's in the movie. I know it as a book. Right, and then it was a movie, which is even uh-huh. worse than the book, believe it or not. So I shouldn't see. I didn't like the book. I did read it. I was young. I, right. I guess I won't. Well, okay, no, so- I mean it's a curio. It's out there. So apparently the punch has been spiked with something that is so, I mean, it's not just alcohol. Look at them. So all the uptight white rich people are now loosening up. Wow. What's in the punch? Yeah. What is in the punch? Acid? Maybe. What an asshole. Yeah, he is. Look, Muffy, there's a dance for us. You're right to call her Muffy, because he was saying that, something like that. Like, Muffy! She's um, a preppy. You remember the book? Yes. I, I remember the handbook. The handbook, that's what I meant. That was never made into a movie. I would watch the official preppy handbook if it came out today. That's the exactly movie. what Hollywood would do. That's exactly what they would do to exploit the success of that book. They would make a movie called... No, Whoa! it's making now. Whoa. Holy what? mackerel. What the what's? Hey, wait, and isn't that the boyfriend? Snake. Yes. Yes. And Snake just said to, to Corinne, get me a beer. Why is her? Oh, right. She's into S&M. Right. But who is this dude? Making a layover. Now, I hate this because this would really hurt and there's nothing sexual about it. Look. She's got, you see? Oh, no, not in the teeth. We won't see it, though, but it's awful. Right, you need to... Let me tell you the tagline so I can get rid of this. uh, Yeah, sure. The taglines are, this is one flight you'll never forget. Okay. That was on the movie poster. And then on the video cover, it says, come fly with them for a plane load of laughs. Sucky tags. Here's here's my tagline. Plain and simple. Best movie you'll ever see. Reverse it. Best movie you'll ever see. Plain and simple. So we're just having class jokes. This is like the guy who's, uh, you know, it's about like um, terrorists. Warthy types is surprise. So that's the kind of jokes we're getting here. You he know, reminds going... me of. Do you remember Stitches? We watched the film yes. about medical school, and right. the unknown comic shows up, and right. he does this routine, and it's the funniest thing in the movie, and he leaves. Yes. Yeah. No, look, this film has its shares of laughs. It really does. It's a horrible, bad film, but it has its share of laughs. If you watch this thing. You won't be laughing throughout. You will not. But you will be laughing. Stuff happens. Would you consider this a hangout movie where you want to hang out with the characters and rewatch it every time it's on Comedy Central? No. Because it's just not charismatic enough. Yeah. There's no one in this film, even Donnie Most, who's like, you know, I would love to have a beer with that dude. Okay, so this drill is you got to get everybody off the plane in three minutes or you're going to flunk this exercise. Um, 
And she's busily been flunking them, flunking them on exercises so she can kick them out. So we'll have difficult, you know, you call them secret shoppers. We're going to have difficult passengers here. They just won't leave. Now, again, one of them is a character actor. It's not these two. It's the woman on the other pair. I know her, her right, right her. there. Yeah. You know, this film was hard to research, even though it got played on Comedy Central a lot. Like, all there really was was Wikipedia and IMDb. When you went to deep into the research to find movie reviews and stuff. Yeah. All the movie right. reviews just talked about the plot. They don't reveal anything, so. It seems like a classic 80s movie, except it isn't, right? It's just everything. Right. It it They don't really deliver, so it's not a memorable movie. Right. And yeah. even that quote about them doing cocaine on the set, I really had to dig deep to catch that one line in some review or, you know, uh, I forget the name. Film Infinity, Affinity gave me some stuff. Oh, I saw that on Entertainment Tonight. Uh, tell me about your experience. Uh, so, oh, it was great. We were doing, everyone was doing cocaine. <laughs> it was terrific, John. Everyone was doing cocaine on the set. Yay! Cute. Uh oh, Bonsai. She has all the weight. Now it's not realistic. I mean, she'd have to be four hundred pounds to make that splash, and she's not. What do you think she is? Two eighty, something like that. She's. she's... You know, before she passed away, she was on a Fox sitcom where about her and three other big women. Mm -hmm. It was like called I don't know, Big Women or something like that. The title kind of. Which was sad because she, you know, you got the star of Bosom Buddies kind of playing this, but I was a little, just, I was sad when she passed away. I, I think she's great in these movies. Let's see. She was in I Want to Hold Your Hand with Eddie Deason. Right, Eddie Deason. Bachelor Party, Back to the Future, and all of its sequels. She was on Bosom Buddies. That's how she started. She was on the TV show Private Benjamin. She was in 1941. Yeah. Now, look, she began her career in this movie called Corvette Summer with Mark Hamill. I was also thinking of that for our show. You know it? We should do it. I, you know, from what I remember that movie is that he's such a bad actor or he overacts. No, maybe it's not Corvette Summer, but there's a movie where he plays like a criminal-minded guy. Mm -hmm. might, you know, but he's, he's, he's a really good actor for certain things. But when you watch right. him as a play a human being, you go, <laughs> not really your strength playing a human being, you know. So I don't have the name of that sitcom you are talking about. I deleted it. Right. I mean, there's only so much research I can get out. on this. A so serious I'm sorry. school? God bless you, Carl. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, I didn't catch. Uh, I read yeah. it. I read it. Okay, now who's showing up but Vito uh, Scorleone, uh, uh, who we saw in Zero to Sixty. Vito Scotti. I like the Zero to Sixty. Yeah, and he was uh, one of those repo dudes. But here, he owns Stromboli Airlines, okay? And she's about to tell them all, you're fired. And now, uh, Wiedemeyer's calling her up going, don't fire them. You see, what it is, is the FAA is going to close down Stromboli Airlines. His name's Carl Stromboli. So... He's made a deal for $350 a head to get uh -huh. people to, you know, 
be on his airline and save it, okay? So, unfortunately, Iron Pants can't flunk him, damn it. God, someone needs to go on the set because the plot's got so convoluted. They just need to... It's the most convoluted plot I've ever heard. Now, Vito Scotti was in The Godfather, and I just can't place him. You, You know him? Uh, he has a weird Van Dyke beard, right? Nazarene, Nazarene. I don't know okay, where he I was. He was also in Head, a film you really love, Vito Scotti. Yeah, sure, sure. Do you think he was like psychologically speaking? He wasn't the guru. I'm trying to think who he was. The monkeys movie. I don't remember who he was, and we did see that together a bunch. So yeah, now they're all looking at their placements. United Airlines, American Airlines. And she goes, Stromboli Airlines. So all the rejects are in Stromboli. Look, he's going through the pictures of, and they, oh, her, oh. he's going to decide. Could he for up later. all night? Oh, save his picture too. These stupid Polaroids. They actually got him taken at the school. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Listen, let me just finish up this veto. Sure. I don't wait. Maybe you don't know his face. You didn't. You didn't pay attention when he was in the office, right? He has a. He had a distinct beard with a little mustachey thing pointing out. Yeah, he did. All right. I'll. So, okay. Here we have something that doesn't pay off. She gets hypnotized, and they're like, "You're not a klutz. You're the most graceful woman." <laughs> you know. This yeah. guy. Right now, the the gay guy who's hypnotizing him, and that's his whole shtick, he's gay. He is a very famous voiceover person. He would go on to do the anim, animatronic, what do you call it? Anima... Maniacs? Ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Was um, he one of the main in the brain, You know, Pinky in the Brain? Sure. He, he was he Amba. Was... Mm-hmm. <laughs> he played Amba. <laughs> Where is he? Can we hear his voice, Carl? Yes. You know his voice already sounds like this. You already know what his voice sounds like. Yeah, right. Okay, now, never mind. When I snap my fingers, you will wake up feeling like the great new person you are. It's just he's just the, a one note, you're the gay guy. The first time he shows up, he goes, Am I the only boy? That's like that. He didn't snap like this? Yeah, right. They hadn't made that wasn't in our culture yet. Yeah, right. There's just living color just started. Cast members here for me to stay on top of this. I really wish I had a staff of people. And when that guy comes up, I'd say, "Yeah, the gay guy." And someone would put up a flashcard, and I go, "You know, he was in the uh, he was Pinky and the Brain." I'm just doing this from. Well, we'll check the end credits when it pop up. I'll see if I'll recognize the name. Okay, here he is, right? Yeah, he was in Godfather. Yeah. Uh, the Nude Bomb, Herbie Goes Bananas. Didn't we uh, see Herbie, a Herbie movie together? I would be happy to watch a Herbie movie, but I don't think they're available on YouTube. I think I looked. I definitely look for the Nude Bomb. I look for the Nude Bomb every time I log into YouTube. Yeah, it would be great The Aristocats... Uh, you already mentioned head, uh, get yeah. shorty. Well, yeah, he seems like a good guy for that movie. That was his I, remember, movie. I, I recognize his face from the aristocrats. 
for that Disney's was animated. animation. Do you idiot? Uh, Beverly Hills Bratz, Loaded Weapon, the first one. And the he was born in San Francisco, California. Yay. Oh, here's the voiceover guy. Uh, Rob Paulson, Pinky and the Brain, among 250 yes. different animated characters, over a thousand commercials. This is, is a, a very famous. rare live action role for him. Nice. Yeah, every once in a while we get like Tara Strong or some famous uh, voice actor in the, in the Nut House. Remember that Canadian yeah. LA? The guy does impressions is Maurice whatever. He's right. like the, the, he's the brain, Montreal I guess. Montreal guy. Yeah. Oh, I can't eat. I have to be slim. Right. And she's going to resist this food. Still one of the greatest actors, actresses out there. That chicken looks pretty good. <laughs> That's me at the dinner table. So important. This next flight is so important. Every nickel I have is tied up in this plane. And even some nickels he doesn't have. Nickel I don't have. Get out of here. What am I worried? I've got the best crew around. Really? When can we meet him? Huh? George. Well, one thing's for sure, Mr. Stromboli. We'll make certain that the FAA inspector is happy. Thank you. It is nice, Carl. We'll never know we'll who he never is. Know who he is the FAA the instructor. A man, a woman. We're getting set up for our third act. even use a professional from your school. I'm not worried. You know why? Because you are the ones who graduated in the first of the class. That's tomorrow's run will be a slap. Tomorrow? He goes, I know your flight tomorrow will be. And she goes, tomorrow? Okay. It, now, is it, it, yeah. Go ahead. Finish your thought because I'm going to go on. I was just going to say with Donnie Moose, it's really weird hearing him hit those notes and not hear a laugh track afterwards. <laughs> okay. Now. You know, there's I did that pilot Waterman, right? And there's two right. instances when the joke just wasn't good enough. Like it was a funny joke, but and I, you know, when you make a pilot, you cannot have a dead moment. So I put in a laugh track and saved both of those jokes. Two jokes. There's no laugh track in the whole thing except for two jokes. You did the comedy thing where you laugh at your own joke before anyone had a chance to register <laughs> yeah, that's it. Right. <laughs> But it, it totally works once you hear when when I when not me but when the lines are said it's like was that a joke? So I just added the laughter. Oh, that's look great. at that budget! Look at that budget! It said, "Oh, George Jefferson oh, hey. arrived." Mr. Jefferson. He's blind, and his name is Mr. Buttersworth. Oh, it said Mrs. Buttersworth. Right. Now, Donnie Most, of course, will get whapped in the shins. No! Wow, this is a Happy Days Jefferson crossover. My dream yes. come true. You see the poster? The poster yeah. says, yeah, don't worry, you'll get there. That's what the poster says. You're going to get there. That's funny. Now, this kind of doesn't make sense. The, the football player... Um, okay, wait. For this guy. This guy will make the movie funny. This is the Mad Bomber, okay? And he's going to turn this film around for a large part of the third act, and all of a sudden it's going to become a good film. 
It's not Good. there yet. Now, Good morning. Morning. That we oh, saw. Hello. Captain Biff. He looks like the Mad oh, Bomber really? from Airplane 2, that's the right. sequel. Ah, that's right. I don't know. I don't know. So, what was I about to look up? Uh, the Mad Bomber, right? Yeah. Okay, here he is. The Mad Bomber is not a big deal in... Well, first of all, he's born in Passaic, New Jersey. Thank you, shout out. Um, he wasn't... He was in L.A. law... L.A. Law for many years. He was, but the thing about him is who he is in Hollywood. He was the president of the Screen Actors Guild. His brother is Mark Rosenberg, a big time director, and his cousin is Donald Fagan from Steely Dan. <laughs> this guy is is set up in Hollywood, but he didn't earn it. He just, well, I mean, Screen Actors Guild president, especially now, that's a big job. Yeah, I shouldn't say he didn't earn it. What I mean is he didn't have a big career in front of the camera, but he's... Right. Yeah. Now, there's going to be a storm, so they're going to fly. Here's how we're going to find out that he's not a good pilot, which everybody seems to know but us. There he is. There's the psycho. That's he's the got the Charlie Manson look. Most of the turbulence. Thank you. You must be used to flying through storms, huh, Captain? Look at him. He goes... Storms? This is just—it's—it's uh -oh. it's really funny if you're listening to the audio throughout because he's like all cocky and confident, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, you must have a lot of experience with storms." And he goes, "Storms?" You know, like, "Uh oh, what is she doing?" Now look, she's oh, no plus. She's been hypnotized. Now, the thing is, Iron Pants really shouldn't be on this flight or anything. She just has the right. right to be to file a report with the FAA. Watch, watch. Don't touch my bombs. Don't touch my bombs. Hey, you are, sir. You're B.O. in water. Thank you very much. B.O. in water. It's a present for my mother. It's very fragile. Oh, of course. Now this guy does a good job as the mad bomber, okay? Right. Now he starts to he spikes this guy's drink. I I get it's just like the punch bowl. What he spiked it with had to be as bad as acid for the way the guy reacts. Is uh, this a, to cause a distraction or just chaos? He's a chaos meister. Uh, yeah. When the guy's scared, he goes, what makes you, what is the thing you're most frightened of? And the guy goes, confined spaces. And he goes, my, it's getting tight in here. <laughs> You'll see. Uh oh, uh oh. Like watching a crime doc. Kids, beware of. Well, he's wearing this... the trench coat like you're supposed to. Right. What is it? I don't know. It looks like uh, it could be uh, Prilosec. It, <laughs> it could be. Um, you think it's like high blood pressure medication? Uh, yeah. It could be Lincinopril. I, I just. <laughs> Lincinopril. Could be Chantix. I just can't tell. Ooh. Is it me or does the drinks taste extra ibuprofen? 
Oh, he hears him. This is, oh, okay. The film just got good. Yes, sir. Whatever you say. <laughs> the film is now good for a short time, okay? Terrific. Now he just drank the drug. Whatever that means. <laughs> and Mad Bomber is completed. Okay, now Mad Bomber's up to something. He gets the fragile present from his mother and heads to the restroom. Now this guy, oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. I wear a three-piece suit with a vest on a plane, and then when I'm in the air, I take my jacket off. Well, it's it's 1986, shot in 85 or whatever. Oh, something's not right. He doesn't feel, he's feeling a little hot. What's this? It's a bomb. Yeah, it isn't product placement either, believe me. Now, he's got it strapped to him, so it's going to hurt when he takes it off. Oh, good, let's see it. Oh, I can't watch. Content warning. I don't see any hair, but it is pilling his skin. Oh, when hair is even worse, you pull it off. <laughs> so... This film has been horrible and bad, but it does have a few laughs. But right now, it's a good film for uh, almost Terminator. all of Act 3. Well, that's one of these films. You just kind of watch it, and then when the good stuff comes, you're like, okay, it was worth watching. Even at this altitude, we're going to hit a lot of turbulence. You wouldn't hear the wind whistling, you know? Yeah, oh. they're, they're... Uh oh. Okay. Oh, his contact fell out. Oh no! I was wondering no, when that was going to happen. Useless. Crunch. Oh, cr that's right, crunch. Sorry, I, I had to walk by there for some reason. And it's Script mean. Um, it's mean football guy. He's wearing the same shirt from the other day. Yeah, I know. And I bet you they're on the same plane, the same set they were in or before. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. They probably just shot it all in one go. Okay, bomb is armed. Bomb is armed. Okay. Now, could you see this being made post 9-11 with them crashing into the, the building at the beginning and them doing a bomb on a plane? Uh, it's possible, Carl. Okay. It has been 20 whatever years, 22. Now, now it's like you sit here and strap in. You are useless to us without being able to see. Whoa, uh, turbulence. The bomb is armed and he's going to place right. it somewhere super secret, which is essentially under George Jefferson's seat. Now, look, George oh, Jefferson will see it. <laughs> You mean a nightmare. <laughs> what are you most afraid of? Confinement. Closed spaces. It's awful tight in here, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> this is great for your consideration. I love this act. I love that scene. I, I wish this was the whole movie. They, yeah. So look, he's freaking out, so they must contain him, right? 
but uh-huh. he just won't calm down. So Are you gonna get sexy, gonna... sexy? Yes, that's exactly right. Sexy, sexy is gonna really calm him down. Now remember, Iron Pants is gathering violations to tell the FCC. Yeah, right. When There's got to the be some way to calm her down. Step aside. Step aside. Step aside. <laughs> oh, boy. You just gather in your nose. Dad, what's she doing? Now, for the sensibilities of our viewers, she does it under a blanket. Only now, the what's actor. What's he doing now? What is he doing now? Yeah, he's already set the bomb up. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He's got to put it under George Jefferson's uh, chair. Yes, exactly right. And I don't know why that's important to our plot, but it is. And he makes it a big deal to choose George. I don't know why. What's that? I heard something. My other senses are still around. Yeah. I'm acting. I'm acting. I guess it's nothing. Wheezy. Is that Wheezy? (laughs) He thought it was his neighbor, Tom, but he got up. With the zebra kid or whatever he used to call him. Okay, yeah, so right. meanwhile, we cut away because you can't just watch the whole movie. Now, watch Iron Iron Pants is writing it down. Look at her head. <laughs> now, later, after she writes it up, Donnie Most will come by and go, oh, uh, blowjob is two words. She'll erase it. Oh, right. Now, look. Ah. Oh. Uh, okay. I go sleep now. Yeah, I go sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it my turn? Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I would love to uh return the favor, but <laughs> here it is, here it is. Job is two words. Eraser. <laughs> yeah. That was strange yeah. says a pencil. I didn't think of it this rough way up here. Oh, you're fucked. I don't know. This is my first flight. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so is... the mad bomber comes in with his gun, okay? Right. And he's like, fucking freeze and all this. You know, he says, put it on autopilot. I kind of don't get what he's up to exactly. They put the plane on autopilot and then he gasses them and they fall asleep. It's ether. Now, ether, I understood ether to be short acting. Hands up, you. You know, like it's not long acting. It doesn't put you out like a roofie. It puts you out for like five minutes. But in this film, he uses ether and they're out for the duration. Now, what I don't understand is that he already has a bomb. He obviously is going to, like, martyr himself and blow up the... Nope. He's going to open a hatch in the cockpit, go down to where all the luggage is, and fucking jump out of the plane. Now, I don't know if you know about parachuting. I kind of do. But you don't jump out at 30,000 feet. It's more like 15,000, 17,000, you know. Now, you can do it because gravity will make you fall at the same rate. You're not going to accelerate 
and you can pull the chute when you get down to around 8,000 feet. So right. maybe that's what happens, but there's some rule like you can't jump out of a plane at 30,000 feet with the parachute. I don't know why, but you, now you like, saw. Okay, Go okay, ahead, I just gotta tell you something else. He goes, put it on autopilot, and the pilot, the co-pilot goes, we can't at this altitude. And then uh, our pilot goes, no, 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 we can, we can, just to appease the guy. But in the turbulent weather on autopilot, it's all flying all around. Okay, she just has to get humiliated, you know. They all hit their knee. Ah! <laughs> this film is good at this moment. This film right, right now is very funny. And Now, you saw Fast X Part 1, the Fast and the Furious movie? No, of course not, no. Okay, well, there's a scene where they're on a commercial airline and John Cena and a little kid escape the okay. plane because they have a, uh, a smaller plane in the Inside luggage department the... Okay. and they just open up the commercial hatch <laughs> and the, the mini plane flies out and nobody on the flight no reckon notices it. I promised you two episodes ago that I was going to watch the Fast and Furious movies. No, I didn't. I No, I didn't. I said no. it was the, it was, it was Matrix guy movies. The the John Keanu, yeah. Oh, John Wick. You John watch Wick. The yeah, I still yeah. haven't done it. I still cannot bring. Okay, now he's turning on the gas. This film has got suspense, and what is he doing? And this is a good film right this second. Yeah, I agree with you. Like the whole premise is kind of boring, right? Like they want to be stewardess and the school yeah. just wants to take their money and get them expelled. Get them out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, now if something's happening. Okay. So now he's going, you know, when he, when he opened up the hatch, I was like, what the fuck? You know, yeah, right. you know, it's true, but you don't know where the hatch is. It does seem very elaborate. Like he must've prepared for this. Yeah. Now the, Remember I said that you wouldn't hear the wind blowing? He will open the bay doors and you will hear the wind. It's appropriate. She's like, I hope you guys like cherry on your so, 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 Sunday. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Now what's when you going to do? It's... She's gonna panic outside. I wish I could. This director's name's Ken Blank Blancato, and this was he didn't do much. He did this, The Book Thief. He did a, a Max, which is that dog army dog movie. Uh, huh. This is his premiere film, and I don't know why the third act, like why it got good, but it did. Okay, so there goes Mad Bomber for the rest of the film. He's gonna jump now. And he'll be out. All the luggage is leaving, and he loves it. He loves that all the luggage is flying out. <laughs> Boy, this guy is so weird. I mean, if you're suicidal, I get it, right? You blow up a plane in a blaze of glory, but you want to make sure you live, and so you're going to jump off the plane. Right. Yeah. And he's got no cause, and... Well, he's just crazy, I guess. Okay, now, who can fly a plane? Well... Philo, but he failed well, it. And he Alf was learning how to fly a plane, right? So was Philo. Right. So they're going to do what they did before. They're going to take their seats and be, but there's a problem. 
Philo cannot fucking see with his binocular vision. Maybe maybe George can call his friend uh, the Fonz to knock the hit the cockpit. Do do one of these. Donnie Most went on an episode of. um, uh, Let me just pull it up here. Howard Stern. No, Chachi. It was the one with Chachi. Charles in Charge was whatever. Oh wow. And they had an episode with Charles in Charge in which he was playing a guy who won the lottery. And he goes, happy days are here again. And they kept doing that throughout the this episode. Like he would give them knowing looks like he absolutely knows who Donnie Most is. And Man. Okay, now they got to find a bomb. Philo's like, if my guess is right, he planted a bomb on this plane. They were like, a passenger's missing. And he goes, let me guess, 31B. And they're like, you're right. Look oh, that was her Oops. Oh, her clutchiness will save the day. Right. She found the bomb. Really? She found a copy of Stewardess School? Right. It bombed in the theaters. Uh, you know, she was, um, she spent three and a half years on Broadway as an understudy for, uh, 42nd Street, and then wow. luckily for her, the lady got sick and she took over the role. Oh, there you go. Dreams but she didn't go true. on to do much else except for uh, Three's Company. But the thing is, out of 500 women, uh, jo- Jack Tripper sort of had a, you know, John Ritter had a little connection with her, and 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 she got chosen out of 500 women to play the uh, part. I, I remember the show. Yeah. Can try to recapture that Three's Company magic. That's right. Is it magic? So now that um, George Jefferson's chair was disturbed, he's like, what's going on on this flight? I'm going to find out. And he like goes into the cockpit. Okay, now Donnie Most has the bomb. And this scene like really features Donnie Most. Like all throughout the film, he's been like a one-liner kind of character. But now yeah. he'll get a moment in which he actually is the center Physical. of the scene. Yeah. Anybody know anything about bombs? Got a bobby pin? Yeah. Oh, let's move over, Kojak. Somebody's Yeah, I guess. And then he calls him Kojak because Kojak is bold. No. He goes, does anyone have a bobby pin? And they think it's about the bomb. And he goes, thanks. Right, he puts it in his hair. But then Donnie says, move out of the way, Kojak. Holy shit. I hope you're in a good mood. Apparently not. (laughs) Screw this. Ah! Now you know the old movie oh, you flip the wrong wires to blow up. Sorry, I'm new to this. Let me check my notes. Green wire, right? No, no. Cut the red wire. Where are they going? I'm not clear on that. The cabin empties out. Like they all go to the back because there's a bomb. They're public about it. Uh, the problem I never is that, I cut the wrong wire. This thing could go off in our faces. <laughs> Um, Strap him in! 
helps me after school. Amen. Was what the hell got He finds so, out that Philo can't see, and he's like, "You're blind too," and he goes, "I'm taking over." But, Hey! Yeah. Operation! That was nothing! <laughs> oh! It was nothing! You didn't do it. I think it's time for Plan B. Plan B? Run. I knew it. I always knew Plan B. Run away! Now it oh, blows shit. up, and it blows a hole in the hull. But look, look at, at where they go, around. man. Wait, is her, her fat ass gonna yes. clog up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so her weight helps. Yeah, pressure is being going back to the cabin now. <laughs> are you all right? She, she goes, "Are you all right?" And then Wendy goes, "It's raining outside." You know, because her butt's getting wet right now. <laughs> That's good. This film yeah. is good right now. I can land it on a dime. Wait a minute. He can't see either. No. I'm taking over. <laughs> so as I said before, they've been like, he has binocular vision. So right. someone gets the good ideas, try these binoculars. So he looks that, through That's them. not how it works. Right. So he looks through him and he goes, no, no, it's not working. And they're like, oh, darn. He goes, wait a minute, oh. flip him over. And he looks wait. through the little side. And he goes, I can see now. We're going to be safe. Hey, I, I got a question. I haven't flown a plane before, but why do you have binoculars in the cockpit? Yeah, that's a great question. I didn't even think of that. I mean, I've never flown a plane, so I, I, I don't know. We're saved. Okay. Okay, now, pretty much the the good part of the film has now ended, but that's okay because we are at the very end of Act 3. They're going to land, and they're, they're going to go to court, and it's going to be the, like, Stromboli Airlines, you know, hero crew brought up on charges, mystery right. witness to testify. Now, remember that there was an FAA secret person Right. On the okay, so that is the testimony that's going to sink them, or they're going to sink or swim based on this testimony. The secret shopper. Yes. Well, he's the FAA secret shopper. Is that how you say it? I guess he's the. Uh... Here we go. Now we still don't who know it? who is this it. Who guy is. Now, I things, but I won't bother ruining it for you because we're about to really find out. Right. And the camera is swooping right into it. They're doing a big effort to make this pay off. Oh, now I get it. The um, sadomasochism guy was that pilot. I oh, and that's the reason why he had the job. He was sleeping with Donnie. I didn't realize Donnie. that. Yeah. And those are the twins from Donnie Most in the beginning. We remember... Donnie, okay. are you okay? Now, who is it? Who is the guy? I don't know, but this first-person view. impressions of what happened on flight 106 to Atlanta. Now we break the 180-degree roll. It's the blowjob guy! Oh, right. Frankly, it was the best flight 
I ever had. Yay! Okay. All right. We'll take your word for it. We're done. Uh. That is our horrible ending. Everybody's safe. And she doesn't look. She's still blue. Right. Oh, there's Stroganoff. Yeah. Stromboli. We, we did meet her at the dinner scene when they were first hired. I didn't Yay. bring it up. It that memorable. Oh yeah, he had this line all throughout the whole thing. I knew he was going to say that when Donnie had no idea. Anyway, right. that's it. Da, da, da. That's it. Do school. Do it is up in the air. Do school. It's the greatest fucking so, job. Do it is school. Here's the credits. Let's see. Wendy Joe Spear. Carl, what you think of this movie? I thought this movie was bad. I am glad that I saw it. I I was really thrilled the very first time I watched it when I was like, oh, wait a minute, maybe this movie is good. And then the second time I watched it, I realized there's a cutoff point where it's good for the third act. I'd save the movie for me. But no, this wasn't a good film. I'm I am glad I saw it. Yeah. You should see it for a few laughs. But yeah. if you miss this one, you'll be okay. It's one of those films where I wish it was better and then I could clock it off as one of those films. It just kind of misses the mark. I do appreciate seeing Don Most in the uh, actual movie. I think he did a lot of work on Happy Days and he, this is a chance for him to flex it. It just doesn't really kind of throw in. I'm a big Wendy Joe fan, so it's good to see her. I am now a big fan of, what, the Joker's father? Who the Ghost Rider's dad. Yes, I'm, right. Uh, I'm going to have to check up on him. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just empty calories. It just kind of follows a format. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. Yeah, and it doesn't. Uh, I mean, it's not too insulting when it comes to you know. There's some insulting stuff in there. Getting rubbed by genitals and making a face. Woo! Uh, Brett to be Cullen is Philo's name. Brett Cullen is the actor. Red Cullen. All right, heads Brett, up. Well, I'm gonna have -E -T -T. to check him out. B R E T T. B R E T T. I wish it was better. It was. The, I do agree that the final scenes were f the f the best part of the films, but yeah, could could have been better. Uh, wait, is there any weird cr end credits? Ah, screw it. IMDb has this section called "Crazy Credits," and it right. didn't have that for this film. So, well, sometimes I always like to see, like, you know, did Oingo Boingo record a song on it, and was right. it shot in 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 Canada, or you know, it's fine, Carl. We want to thank you guys for watching. Stewardess School, a school for stewardess, 1986. Not to be confused with School for Sex, which we watched in the 60s. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. That. that's a long time ago. Well, uh, we want to thank, maybe you watched it. You could go to mutinyradio.fm. We have an archive. It's listed by the date it broadcasted you. So you'll just do it on the YouTube. Guess. Do it on the YouTube. You see what yeah. is the full movie. Yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, we have a huge back catalog on our on our page. Take a look at the previous movies. Carl, thank you so much for watching this movie several times, taking notes. Happy uh, to do it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We have a movie. I will, I'll let you know, Carl, in a couple hours. I have, I have okay. to just confirm something. But Perfect. we would like to see you guys next week. So take your poison. Watch us on YouTube. Listen to us on podcast or listen to us streaming first on mutinyradio.fm. There's a great music coming up, coming up after our show. So stay tuned. Carl, thank you. Thank you, audience. We'll see you guys next week.
friend, I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and the way champagne tickles my nose. I love to peek outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with more. Child's aunt, 
My son is my father's nephew, and I'm my own grandfather. Flat black plastic. Mutiny Radio. We're going to spotlight Black History Month.
sound of my voice is eating. I can heal you tonight. You wanna be healed? Put one hand on your radio. Put one hand on what you want healed. Yo, yo, lady, yo, lady, reach over. Put one hand on the radio. Put one hand on old tired heart and kept humming and singing. Wait in the water. Wait in the water, children.
Jagger said, I can't get no satisfaction.
start mobbing motherfuckers like a savage beast. I'm taking my turn to make the mic burn. And when I'm teaching class, there's a lesson to be learned. Now I battle bosses and tribes all life. Never battle a lot of hate, they always battle for spite. Coach jealous of me, the West Side man. The leader of the brothers and killer of the clan. Well, I don't give a shit, cause my rhyme is legit. Cold put you in the yard and tie it up with my pit. Cause when she starts to bite, that's when I will ignite. The views of the body take it to new heights. I hide up myself, that's like a part of the elite. Suave and dominant because the rhyme is so sweet. Big call and confusion, magician of illusion. He got a little problem, here's a solution. No one never quits and a quit and never wins. So why you just gambling with dubs and fins? Remember what I say, it sticks like crazy glue. I'm telling you now, I'm not afraid of you. Look up in my face, I tell your heart I'm part. And like I told you before, what? I get loaded after loaded. No Tom Smith, cause every time you hear my song, your hands clap. The chosen one, putting LA on the map. With no objection, I plead my case. Tone low, full capacity, leaving out space. The ace contender will never surrender. When I rock a show, you always remember. Remember the one and only, superior to many. Me losing a battle, no, I can't remember any. Although in the days, I may have lost one. Who in the hell am I kidding? I ain't been out done, cause I'm the best. And I live by what? And if you want a dope song, I'll play and request. It don't take much to make a crowd live. Just a boozy, some George, and a little bit of slot. I slip on stage and clear my head. My next thought, hmm, just a knock up dead. No OZ. My voice from the start, but you never know. Why? Cause I get loaded after dark.
Mayor walking, psychopath talking. King of my jungle, just a gangster stalking. Living life like a firecracker, quick as my fuse. Been dead as a death, back the colors I choose. Red or blue, cuz of blood, it just don't matter. Sucker died for your life when my shotgun scatters. Colors. The gangs of LA will never die. Just multiply colors. 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 You don't know me, fool. You disown me, cool. I don't need your assistance, social persistence. Any problem I got, I just put my fist in. My life is violent, but violence is life. Peace is a dream, reality is a night. My colors, my honor, my colors, my all. With my colors upon me, one soldier stand tall. Tell me, what have you left me? What have I got? Last night you told love and love, brother got shot. My homeboy got jacked, my mother's on crack. My sister can't work cause her arms show tracks. Madness, insanity, live in profanity. Then some punk claiming they're understanding me. Give me a break, what world do you live in? Death is my set, guess my religion. Colors, 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 My pants are sagging, braided hair. Suckers stare, but I don't care. My game ain't knowledge, my game's fear. I've no remorse, so squares beware. But my true mission is just revenge. You ain't my set, you ain't my friend. Wear the wrong color, your life could end. Homicide's my favorite binge color. So I'll just walk like a giant, police defiant. You'll say to stop, but I'll say that I can't. My gang's my family, it's all that I have. I'm a star on the walls, my autograph. You don't like it, so you know where you can go. Cause the streets on my stage and tears my show. Psychoanalyze, try, diagnose me. Why? It wasn't your brother to brutally die, but it was mine. So let me define my territory. Don't cross the line. Don't try to act crazy, cause that shit don't phase me. If you ran like a punk, it wouldn't amaze me. Cause my color's death, though we all want. Want peace, but our war won't end till all war is seen. Colors, 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 But I 
is a journey. If it won't rewind, because I play every day, even on the subway. I would have got a summons, but I ran away. I'm the leader of the show, keeping you on the go, but I know I can't live without my radio. into sound. Poison ivy, poison ivy. 
time to time, place to place, country to country, cause I get around. Even if you were in prison, you'd have heard me play, because the warden had me rockin', I formed the PA. So when you get out, come and see my show, and if you start static back in your go, it's coming off is the title and the theme of the jam, and when the rhymes are finally finished, people say, God damn, cause I come off. journey into sound. This is a journey into sound. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. inside my hand so i dig into my pocket all my money spent so i just deep up still coming up with lint so i start my mission leave my residence thinking how could i get some dead presidents i need money i used to be a stick-up kid so i think of all the devious things i did i used to roll up roll up roll up i used to roll up roll up I used to roll up, this is a hole up Ain't nothing funny, stop smiling We still don't nothing move but the money But now I learn to earn cause I'm righteous I feel great, so maybe I might just search for a nine to five If I strive, then maybe I'll stay alive So I walk up the street, whistling this Feeling out of place, cause man do I miss A pen and a paper, a stereo, a taper Me and Eric being a nice big plate of fist Which is my favorite dish But without no money, it's still a wish Cause I don't like to dream about getting paid So I dig into the books of the rhymes that I made So now it's a test to see if I got pulled Hit the studio, cause I'm paid in full. Full, 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 full. 